Hi, ladies, and welcome back to Sh Podcast. This week, we wanted to do a lockdown recap, but since we're not at the end of lockdown just yet, uh, we thought we'd do like a a little lockdown review. Let's let's call it that. So we'll be discussing how we've been doing over the past few weeks, how we've been coping, where our mental health is, and just checking in on that, how we've been keeping sane, how it has affected us personally, mentally, physically. So yeah, we're doing the lowdown on our lockdown. Yeah, so if you're in South Africa, you know that we are officially from today out of level five or the hard lockdown. We're moving into level four. But for some of us, that means we are still stuck at home. Um, so for some, lockdown is ending. For others, we still have a while to go. And um, yeah, we thought we'd just do like a little check-in. The reason we wanted to do it and why I'm happy that we are doing it is because it's been a couple of weeks now and I feel like almost the novelty of surrounding the lockdown has worn off. So at the beginning, it was all new and strange and everybody was making jokes and coming up with challenges. Um, and I feel we've moved past that part to the into a, a more stagnant place. Like, you know, we don't know how long it's going to still go on for we the the future just feels uncertain and I feel like I know for me personally it is affecting me in a very negative way because I feel like you know what what's what's going on I don't know I don't know what's what the future has in store for us um how long are we going to be in lockdown how long before I can see Diodi and the rest of my family or literally anyone else and the last week, I've really been struggling with my emotions. And I, I told my mom, I'm starting to feel stir crazy. Like I wake up and just thinking about doing nothing for the whole day, it, it makes me anxious. So I feel like I wake up and I'm anxious like immediately because there's so much to do, but nothing to do. It's, it's a very weird mindset to be in because so many times you're like, oh, you know, if I have all this time in the world, I'm going to do so many things. But now we've had weeks of time and yeah. It gets it's, you. It's not looking, it really does. It's not as magical as we think it mm. is. <laughs> and I love that you said that the, the, like the novelty is wearing off. I know at the start mm. when the lockdown was announced, I felt very anxious. I think that's the first time that I really felt kind of scared of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, you know, it was all new. People were making jokes. People were just kind of easing into this new thing. And mm -hmm. it's been five weeks. And I have to say, since week four, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm emotional. I don't know what I'm doing. I have to constantly check what day it is. It's it's mm -hmm. just been an emotional roller coaster. So, you know, they they like you said, there were all these challenges and people were like, Oh, you could work on this, learn a new hobby. We did an episode on stuff you could do to keep yourself busy. Mm -hmm. But I still feel I wasn't prepared 
for the all the emotions that I started feeling. Mm-hmm. So for me and for Ilona as well, we tend to be in isolation anyway. We we, we like our mm-hmm. space and staying at home and you know doing our own thing. We like our space, but I felt so alone. And I mean, nothing mm-hmm. has changed for me. I work from home. I'm always at home. But since last week, since week four, I have just felt so alone. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I have my partner here. I have my son here every second week. But it, it's just not the same. I think it's the fact that you can't go out to your family. So before mm-hmm. this lockdown, I knew I still had the choice. You know, so I was at yeah. home by choice. And I think just mm-hmm. taking that away from us, which is fun. I mean, we're all for the lockdown, but just knowing that you don't have any other choice, that has a really big impact. Yeah. And I, I think what adds to it for me is because now we're going from stage five lockdown to stage four lockdown. Even when we go to stage three and stage two and eventually stage one, I think there will always be a little bit of fear in mm. inside of me because it's like you know you want to go out but will you be safe when you go out so if you go out in lock, uh, lockdown stage three will you still be safe you know what so it's it's scary you don't want to stay inside but you do want to stay inside so it's this weird back and forth of emotions so you want to you want to go and visit your family but you also want to stay home because you don't want to get the virus because it's bad. So it's, it's a very confusing thing. Our mom actually said she read an article where it said that it's almost like we're all getting like Stockholm syndrome with the virus because, you know, we, we, we're in this situation now. We're trapped in this situation. And now we're all like, okay, but what happens after lockdown? We're scared of coming out of the lockdown. We're scared of living our lives without the lockdown like moving past this is a scary thing like how do you how do you move on from this you know how do you return to your normal life yeah so I like that it it makes sense it really Mm -hmm. does because I mean we all complain about it we all want to go out but one Mm -hmm. thing you know um and I know like a lot of things will change I mean I think social distancing is going to be a thing from now on when you walk into a grocery store you're gonna want to stay away from people so Mm. and then there's the masks and obviously personal hygiene should always have been a thing so I think a lot of things are changing but it's still scary like Mm. you don't know you don't know who's been in contact with who so maybe your friends I mean they're friends and you love them but you don't know who they have been in contact with so You'll never feel quite at ease the way we used to. I think subconsciously, we all have that in mind and that makes us uneasy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And um, now that you mentioned masks and super, super, the supermarkets, I never realized how often I smile at strangers. Now that I'm wearing a mask when I'm doing like essential shopping, I'll walk past someone and smile and then realize that they can't see me smiling. So I'm just making awkward eye contact. <laughs> so they're like, why, why is she staring at me? And I'm like, why isn't he smiling back? <laughs> so I, I think, I think our whole social 
interaction with each other and strangers is going to change so much after lockdown which for introverts is perfect we we're used to it you know this yeah. is this is great this is nothing new to us but i think it's going to take a lot of a lot of getting used to mm. for a lot of people and it's sad because we are social creatures as humans but i mean clearly we are not cut out to socialize because <laughs> we 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 like making each other sick <laughs> but i feel maybe yeah. maybe this wasn't a bad thing i mean obviously the coronavirus is bad but mm. if we treat any other like common virus like we are treating a uh, coronavirus i think it makes it'll make such a huge difference i mean look at you know the flu and a cold it's kind of basically spread the same way or you know by mm. practicing the personal hygiene and the steps that we are taking now you could prevent getting that as well so i feel mm-hmm. having the shock and the way we're going to adapt in public after this we might even you know lower seasonal flu cases or you know common colds so i think i'm not saying it's a good thing but i'm just saying i think there's a lot of other thing good things that can come from this as well mm-hmm. as we as we practice the I... social distancing and all of that Yeah, definitely I agree. So we did mention in our previous when lockdown just started we released an episode on a survival guide and we mm-hmm. thought it it would help for those of you who have children or you're not sure what to do with all this time. Lona, I think let's dive in and talk about, you know, whether or not you tried some of the stuff on the list and how you've been keeping yourself busy and in a good space basically. Yeah, so I have to say I've been in a really good place for like the last 4 weeks. It's just it's just this week I am I'm struggling like I I have zero motivation to do basically anything and I'm a nervous wreck the whole time, but for 4 weeks I was doing great. So you know, I I started my blog, so I did like a new hobby, so I've been focusing on that. We've been focusing a lot more on this podcast. I've watched a lot of the recommended series and movies from our two episodes about that. So I've been doing a lot of that. I've started exercising, which has been great. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been doing that. I've even started reading a bit more. So I, I've been trying to, because I I feel like I've done all the lockdown things. So. I've had my my days of doing nothing and just being a potato, sleeping late, taking multiple naps a day and then going to bed at like 8. So I've I've had those days and then I've had really productive days where I've got a lot of work done and I did gardening and cleaning. So I've done I feel like I've done a bit of everything. We've even baked. I made that whipped coffee, you know, jumping on all the Instagram trains. So I I've been keeping busy with small manageable things. Yeah, but this week I I I'm I'll be honest, I I'm struggling to want to do anything. <laughs> so I I I have to force myself to wake up, not wake up. I wake up pretty early, but I have to force myself to get out of bed by like eight o'clock in the morning and take a shower and What have you been doing? How have you been doing to keep sane? <laughs> I did 
quite a lot of the like parenting stuff we re- we recommended. Mm-hmm. I created the thirty seconds, so we have been playing. Um, we've kind of gotten into a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, before the lockdown started, I think the Thursday before the lockdown, we made like a a schedule. And everyone had stuff to do. And, you know, this time would be breakfast and lunch and dinner because I felt like I kind of had to put that in because with two guys, boys here, you know, they eat a lot. (laughs) So um, we've been keeping to the schedule and that's helped a lot. I have to say I felt by week two, I felt overwhelmed. And I think it was more of an emotional overwhelm. But then in the evenings, we would play mm-hmm. board games. So we do 30 seconds. We do snacks and ladders. Uh, we, I have also, we've been focusing a lot on the podcast. I think that's kept me busy. I've added podcast editing to my services. Um, mm-hmm. I've been working on that as well. But besides that, I think I think I didn't go into this lockdown in a good space. Because I, I didn't... Mm-hmm. I still have boxes that I haven't unpacked and I was planning to do that. Um, <laughs> we wanted to make a shelf for Liam's room. We didn't do that. I didn't do gardening. The, all the major stuff I wanted to do, I actually didn't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just couldn't motivate myself to do it. So a lot of the time I spent either working, uh, you know, from my desk, not other work, mm-hmm. or then just kind of trying to keep everything together. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. it sounds bad, but I, I I felt so overwhelmed by everything and even the small things. And we had a conversation mm-hmm. a while back, and I said, I think I'm just in a in a in a dark place. Like mm-hmm. it sounds bad when I say it like that, but I I think emotionally I wasn't coping so well as I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it has got to do with the fact that. I can't go over to you guys because I know mm-hmm. when I have stuff <laughs> on my mind or, you know, when I have to unburden whatever I'm feeling, I go over and mm-hmm. I have a talk with, you know, our mom and I talk with you and that helps a lot. And we have yeah. been, we have been in contact, we have been talking, but mm-hmm. it's just not the same. And I think, it's I think, for, nuts, yeah. yeah. So I think for me, that was the biggest thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm struggling with now as well. Because, like, you know, you, you can talk to people over WhatsApp and Facebook and phone call, but it's not the same as having that in-person mm. communication. It, it it makes a lot of difference. Um, and especially, like, I mean, I don't have a lot of friends, but even not being able to see friends when you want to, it, it's, it gets to you. It really does. And I don't think... I think I went into lockdown thinking, you know, oh, I'm introverted. I stay at home anyway. I'll be fine. Mm. And for four weeks, I really believed that, like wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I'm fine. This is fine. I'm. It's great. My weekly shopping trip, great. It's fine. Um, I'll be fine. But um, I think, especially now that it keeps like extending and we don't have a certain time when we'll be able to go out it's I think that uncertainty is what's getting to me mm. most of all it, it's, I, it's been a wild ride <laughs> I said um I don't know who I had this conversation with but like you said you know we are introverted and but like the mm. South African thing to do is have like a bra every now and again 
And I do enjoy it, but it's never been like really high on my list. Like, oh, we have to do. And for the last two weeks, I have just been thinking about having a bride. Like have friends over, (laughs) have the alcohol, have the music, just Mm -hmm. be a proper, proper bride. And yeah. And I think it's just because we don't know. We don't know what's going on. We don't know when we'll be able to do it again. We're not allowed yeah. to do it. You know, so I think mm. I think it's that as well. But I have been craving just having a get-together. This, I feel exactly the same. And like I said, I, I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel stir-crazy. Like I feel like I need to go somewhere. And I do, mm. like I said, I do go out like maybe once a week to buy groceries. So technically I am going out. But it's just not the same as having a gathering. Mm. And then, you know, I know in our neighborhood, like some of these people, I, it's like they don't even know there's a pandemic. Like they are just mm. living their best lives, walking around, visiting friends. And as much as like I see them and then I get so angry, one, because why aren't they at home? And two, how dare they see other people while we're stuck at home? You know, it's it's so silly, but I, I feel like I feel like an old lady like waving my fists at kids, like, you darn children, you know, why aren't you staying at home? I feel like one of those old ladies now when I see these people. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, we have neighbors and they have over the last I think it's been three times now. They had like huge ass parties, like blaring mm. until 12, friends coming. Um, the one, the lady, she went out and stayed out like the whole night. So there was a massive fight the next morning. We hear all these things. And I'm like, yeah. you know, why are you going out? I mean, yeah, like, exactly. Put everything aside, you know, because I had this mm. chat with um, our landlord and, um, he was like, yeah, he doesn't mind if they have people over. What are... I mind. I do mind because, yeah. like, why can't yeah. you just wait like the rest of us? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I have to say the one productive thing or the one thing I feel really good is I actually mm-hmm. finished that book you recommended, The Nightingale. <sighs> and I was talking to Rocky about this. And I said to him, it was a really good book. I, I hated the mm-hmm. ending. Um, no. <laughs> oh yes, I did. Um, <laughs> and he said to me, "But why have why, why did it take you so long to read this book?" And I said to him, "Because at that time I was waiting um, to read Me Before You from Jojo Moyes, and mm-hmm. I, we were we went fishing or something. And the only book I I had on my um, Kindle was well, not a Kindle, but my reading app." was mm-hmm. The Nightingale. So I started reading that. And then when we got home that afternoon or that evening, I, you know, transferred the Me Before You and I started reading that. And I think because mm. I ended, I don't remember what chapter I actually ended on with The Nightingale. And I didn't mm. want to reread the if it was four or five <laughs> chapters. <laughs> so this time I was just like, you know, I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to finish this. So I skipped, you know, I kind of like, skimmed mm. through until I didn't recognize what was going on and from there I started reading yeah. and I loved it oh my goodness I was crying most of the afternoon I won't lie it was really good it is a it really so good, good book ladies we'll link it for you if you're a reader mm. it's based in uh, the second world war 
um mm-hmm. yeah like a french thing oh my goodness it was so good i understand the ending and i think it she ended the book really well i get that it makes yeah. sense. it's so realistic but oh my goodness why did it have to end the way it did <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah I hated the ending. It, it was just the ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I agree with that. It, it's a it's a bittersweet ending. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I haven't done a lot of reading, and I feel like I should because I do have the time. But that's another thing that I have a problem with. Like, you know, I have so much time now to like watch series and watch movies and read. But every time, even like PlayStation games, I like I have. So many PlayStation games, but every time I sit down to play a game or to watch a movie or to read, I feel like there's this gnawing thing going. Oh, but you you should be productive. You know, mm. this is don't be lazy, be productive. So I've been feeling that for like weeks now, and I haven't played. I haven't really read anything. I haven't really watched anything. I haven't played games really. Like I feel like I still save it until weekends like on weekends I can play games or I can Mm. binge watch shows even though I'm literally stuck at home and I can do that now but it's like I guilt myself into not doing it because I'm being unproductive which is very silly I totally get what you're saying and I've had this a couple of days where I would sit down and I would be like you know I'm going to do this so I'm going to play a game or I'm going to read or whatever it may be. And then on the other hand, I'm like, no way, I have to do something. I have to do something. Mm. And then I shit you not, I would sit for four hours and not really do anything because I'm so indecisive yeah. about what I'm supposed to do. And yeah, I mean, there's days I like, exactly. And then you sit there and then before you realize it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, well, I haven't done anything. So I wasn't productive yeah. and I didn't do the thing I wanted to do. So Exactly. There's like there's like a whole morning wasted. Like, what did I do the whole yeah. morning? <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a lot of that. So, oh my goodness, it's it's crazy, y'all. <laughs> Although I have to say, and I'll I'll because we we spoke about the book now. I started watching some anime now, and I want I I feel like I it's a bit late, but I'm adding Violet Evergarden to our series recommendation i'm not done with it yet i'm on like episode five of season one ah it's so good (laughs) (laughs) so that's what i'm doing now like late at night i'll get into bed and i'll just watch anime and it's it's beautiful it's It's so good good. it ends really well as well i think it's on the anime list that we have on the drive so ladies if you are into anime you could just send me or lona a message we have a whole list that uh, we'll send you a link to but yeah that's Mm -hmm. definitely a good one i cried so much in that one yeah but yeah i started watching that now so that's my (laughs) my guilty little pleasure at the moment watching anime (laughs) (laughs) i actually made a joke today i told our mom you know i feel like I feel like I need to, I need to get out. Like I just need to, I need to leave my house. And I was like, I'm going to take a travel mug and I'm going to go to pick and pay and I'm going to drink a coffee and then I'll go buy essentials. So it feels like a little coffee date before shopping. <laughs> you know, I'll, <laughs> I, I'll sit in the car. It's fine, but I just need 
to feel like I'm out of the house for a different reason. So coffee and then shopping. <laughs> yeah. Did you do it? I didn't, but I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> it sounds like a good idea. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, just sit in the parking lot, in your car, drink some coffee, and then go do your shopping and go home. <laughs> Don't interact with anyone, but at least out of the house for like 20 minutes longer than you would have been. <laughs> there are these there are these mom memes that I always really related with where it says like, you know, when you get home or whatever, you sit in your car for like five extra minutes before you go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always really related to that. When you, when you, you know, when you get home, you don't get out immediately. You just kind of sit there and finish your song. Or for me, sometimes mm-hmm. it's having a cry, you know, and I oh, feel yeah. like, right. <laughs> <Ne>? So <laughs> I feel like this pandemic, it's kind of, the same thing. I think everyone should relate to this now. So, you know, you go shopping, you can either sit in the parking lot and just finish listening to your song or have a cry, <laughs> or you could go back yeah. home and before you, you know, go inside, just sit in your car and mm-hmm. just chill and relax. And that's something even Liam started doing. So when I would pick him up from school, you know, we have some songs we listen to. And then when we get mm-hmm. to the gate, he's like, okay, can we just sit in the car and listen to this song? So, <laughs> it's a thing for us now to have a little car holiday before you go home. Yeah. Oh, that's cute though. <laughs> Speaking of, mm. oh my goodness, mm. I wish I had cameras in this house like 24-7. Mm. The conversations we have been having, like <laughs> ladies, if any of you have children at that weird, like Liam is six turning seven soon. And the conversations mm-hmm. we've been having, it, it blows my mind. He said something to me yesterday, but I can't remember now. Normally, I just send Ilona these messages. But mm-hmm. ladies, if you've been having weird conversations with your kids, I would love to know. I just want to know <laughs> that I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, please, please send us your weird kid conversations. I'm not a mother, but I enjoy hearing it a lot. <laughs> Sometimes it amazed me what Jerry's son can come up with. I'm like, how, how old is he? How is he that witty or smart or funny for like a six-year-old? Like, calm down. <laughs> yes, he says the weirdest things. I don't get it. I have to say something that I that's obviously more relevant to me because you are in a relationship. Um, online dating has uh, it's been weird. <laughs> Really? I think I, 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 yes and no. Um, I started, you, you know, I've been like on Tinder and stuff like before lockdown. And um, when we went into lockdown, everybody on Tinder was like, oh, you know, I just want someone to talk to during lockdown. And everybody was all funny and stuff. Um, I don't really, I don't think people realize that they'd have to speak to these people for like, 60 plus days before meeting or hooking up so I can't imagine how many profiles have been like put on hold on tinder like I know our our brother he's on bumble now so he's been staying with us and um I've been like I know he doesn't have a girlfriend at the moment but uh he's like yeah he's talking to so many girls and everybody wants him to go visit them like or 
a lot of girls even wanted to like quarantine with him so they're like oh yeah we'll finish lockdown with you like we'll drive to your place and just like do lockdown with you for the rest of it's so weird like how can you go into lockdown with someone you haven't met (laughs) it it blows my mind but um for me so I like the week of lockdown I started talking to one guy and uh, we've been talking all this time and it's been five weeks now and I mean it's nice it's for someone who's been in a long distance relationship I'm used to it (laughs) but I'm like how is this guy still sticking around like (laughs) that's commitment and I'm just thinking how many other guys are like I need to hook up with someone you know (laughs) (laughs) where are all those fuck boys what are they doing with their lives now I feel so bad for them (laughs) (laughs) that is true that is true oh my goodness I know so many guys. I mean, I I'm, I used to even have my own little hookup friend. Like, what is he doing? Like, I should check up on him. Is he still okay? Like, <laughs> shame. Haven't you? Haven't, haven't you said, checked up on him? <laughs> no, why would I check up on him? <laughs> Maybe he invites me to lockdown with him. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I actually saw this one chick I follow on um, on Instagram. Her handle is Rainy Day Blog, I think. She's from the UK, and she is doing like a live stream on her Instagram, where tonight she has like a, a speed dating, a, a virtual speed dating thing. So it's like normal speed dating where you have like a date for a couple of minutes I don't know how long maybe like 10 to 15 minutes per person um so yeah that's people are people are not slowing down with dating and looking for love during this lockdown which is such a weird thing so I kind of thought people would kind of chill with it yeah but no Mm, I want to ask I want to ask now that you you're so uh curious about where all the fuck boys went (laughs) in (laughs) In one of our previous episodes, we spoke about, uh, I think you read an article about this lady who went on a date every single night so she could get free dinner. So basically oh, she yeah. had, yeah, she had like no uh, shopping, uh, grocery expense because that was like her thing, you know. She was taken care yeah. of every night because she had a date who would mm-hmm. pay for her dinner. What is she getting up to? Like, did she learn to cook? You know, <laughs> what's happening in her life? <laughs> Maybe she accepted the offer to stay with someone during lockdown. You don't know. You know? Exactly. Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some guy invited her over and she was like, well, I'll, I'll fine, but you have to cook. You know, maybe maybe she's comfy and falling in love with her soulmate. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Happy endings during yeah. lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think even like, because we said um, like social distancing and like social interaction will change as well, like after lockdown and this whole virus or pandemic. But I think even dating will be different. I mm. can't, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to be more online, to like date even more online but I know like Bumble even added a FaceTime feature so you can now FaceTime each other from the app 
Okay. So they're making sure that you can really stay connected. So you, after this lockdown, we're going to have like boyfriends and never have to actually physically see them because <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> and even now, what people are doing, because I know a lot of countries aren't on as strict lockdown as we are. So what people are doing is they're FaceTiming through Bumble or Tinder or whatever. And then they're like ordering food for each other. And then they get food delivered. Mm. And then they have like a FaceTime first date dinner thing, which That's is really cute. It's interesting. It's really cute. Yeah. And, and, and if, if, if you are used to long distance relationships, you're like, yeah, it's, it works. You know, it's cute and all. But it's amazing how how it's changed in such a short space of time. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, even if you're in the same town or province or state or whatever, it could become something similar to long-distance relationships, mm-hmm. even though you're, yeah. like, not long-distance. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. You, yeah, you don't know. That would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. I just thought I would share that. I thought that was quite yeah. It's interesting. It's something that really changed, yeah. <laughs> wow. So many okay. things. So many things will be different, and I don't think like mm. I can't think of everything now because I mean I'm not in that situation. But I think the moment mm. we do get out of lockdown, we'll notice subtle changes. Changes, you know, mm. stuff that that will never really be the same again. Maybe it will be better. Yeah. Maybe not. But uh, I think there's a lot of stuff. Especially like with the dating. So, I mean, we just said, you know, you don't want to go out and get this virus, even if you're not mm. in lockdown anymore. So, you would probably have to have like at least a 14-day dating period. You would be like yeah. dating this, or, you know, kind of seeing this person for 40 mm. days, 14 days before you actually go on your first date. And yeah. for a lot of people, that would be something new. Like, you know. Yeah. That is true. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, you hook, you meet this person and like in two days you hook up. And now mm. there's going to have to be like this waiting period if you want to be safe, of course. So yeah. 14 days that you have to kind of not woo this person, but kind of get to know them before you can hook up. So yeah. you won't get like one night stands anymore. You'll get like 15 day run ups. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and even like, I feel like obviously dating, like normal dating would be like a lockdown level one. Oh, that's such a long time. Like all these people, all these lonely people. <laughs> shame. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of them and shame. Like <laughs> this is affecting me. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a weird position to be in and, uh, it's weird too. I, I don't think a lot of people think about it if you're not in that situation. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think it would. Yeah. They're definitely something that'll change. Like, I know the one guy that I am talking to, he's really sweet and we have been talking for five weeks. And um, he was like, you know, on Friday it's changing from stage five to stage four, so maybe we should see and then we can meet up. And my first reaction was, no. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I like you, and you're very cute and all, but no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking that chance. I mean, yeah. he is. He lives on his own. He's worked from home since before lockdown. 
he hasn't been in contact with anyone except his therapist once a week. So he is more isolated than I am because I have like our family. But I still, no, I can't. I can't. Like, <laughs> I get that. I get that. And I have the same thing. So um, Liam's grandparents, they have been asking me since like week one of the lockdown. So we, uh, we co-parent. So every second week he goes to his dad's house for a week and then, you know, we swap and whatever. So our change for the lockdown, we changed to Thursdays where we swap on Thursdays. And since the second week, every time it was time to swap, they would phone me and ask, listen, can Liam come there? Like I drop him off there or they pick him up in the morning. And then in the afternoon when his dad needs to pick him up, he can just pick them up, you know, pick Liam up from their house. Mm. Yeah. They are in isolation. They, he was here, he dropped something off a while, like in the second or third week for, um, of lockdown. He came and he dropped something off and he had like full mask, gloves, like protective gear, the alcohol, hand washes. He, he was, he was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I do know they're protecting themselves and I do know they would mm. do anything to protect Liam. So they wouldn't put him in danger. They're not going out shopping. They did that before the lockdown. So I know they're safe. But for me, it's just, it's not about the health thing for me. It's about the fact that there are rules now and I'm a rule follower. So I believe in the lockdown. I believe we are taking the right steps and all of this. And it's been hard because every week I had to say say to them, listen, no. And it's not about Liam. It's not about him being sick. It's just about we're doing what is right. We are trusting that Mm -hmm. this lockdown is working. We're trusting in you know, the rules and everything that's set out. So it's not a personal thing, but I'm not going to take the chance. And I'm not going to be one of those people that, you know, I believe in the lockdown. I'm not going to be one of the people who, who, you know. We're not above it. Exactly, exactly. Even Mm -hmm. if they are safe, even if they are taking all the precautions we're taking, it no, it's not time. Mm -hmm. And even when we scale down to level four, I'm sorry, it's out of my control, but it's still not time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of get it. So level four is better than level five, but it's not time yet. And I'm going to stick yeah. to the rules because I 100% believe we are doing the right thing. So they'll just take yeah. I absolutely agree. And I feel the same. And I think that is why that brings me back to my angry old lady rant earlier. Exactly. Like just stay home, you know, just do your part. You're not, you're not above this, you know, you're not, this is for all of us. Mm. You're not an exception. Mm. Please just stay home so that we can get through this. Come on, guys. Just work together. <laughs> it makes me angry because, I mean, you stay home, you follow the rules, you stay safe, right? These people, they go out and they do the stuff and maybe they won't get sick, but maybe they do get sick. And who will they blame then? You know, they're not mm. going to blame themselves. They're not going to say, oh, maybe I should have stayed at home. No, it's going to be yeah. everyone else's problem. No, it's going to be the president's problem. It's going to be whoever brought the virus. You know, mm. it creates such a, it's friction. It creates a divide mm. between everyone. It's friction. It is, it's just annoying. So just stay home. Yes, maybe you won't get it, but maybe you do get it. And one thing, you know. I just want to add while we're on a, on a rant now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, I think it's less applicable in South Africa, although it's definitely still, but the amount of racism that has like 
that this virus has brought into our lives is ridiculous. So obviously people are sharing all these videos and memes and stupid jokes and stuff, but I don't find it funny when people are being very disrespectful and very racist towards the Chinese because mm. it's not their fucking fault. Mm. Sorry. It's not their fault, you know? Like <laughs> the people I, are like, yo, you know, I can't I can't go outside because of the Chinese. So now you're gonna haze on all Chinese people because this started in China. Like it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense and it, it makes me so angry. Like Mm. I have to say I agree with you, but there's been so much more than just yes, we are in this family WhatsApp group and it's so annoying, mm. but we can't mm. leave because we don't want drama. But yes, there's the racism, not just with Chinese, and I mean it really pisses me off. Okay, because I know there's conspiracy theories. I know, but mm. the thing is we don't know the truth. So whether you believe it's China's fault or whether you don't, we don't know. Okay, so just keep mm. your opinion to yourself. You know, I have opinions on that, yeah. but I'm just keeping it to myself because that's the respectful yeah. and decent thing to do. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's that. Then there's the the normal South African racism where, you know, the white people mm-hmm. brought the, oh my fuck, just please stop. Why is this about yeah. This virus is not attacking you based on your skin color. It's attacking everyone. Mm-hmm. We're collectively going through this pandemic. Why are we being racist? Yeah. And then there's exactly. all the other stuff. I mean, I very nearly left the group because they shared a, what was supposed to be a funny video about these two old people who were like bruised beyond whatever. And they were like, mm. oh, no, we're fine, we're fine. But it was obviously like a very domestic violence-related thing. Yeah, And that's a trigger for me that that's not yeah. funny, guys. There are people who are literally in that position. You know, mm-hmm. children, wives, husbands. There are people going through emotional abuse, physical abuse, mental mm-hmm. abuse. I don't know. It, it's not a funny thing. And then I just think, who thought, who, when they made this video, who thought mm-hmm. this would be funny? Who thought yeah. making a very serious issue like domestic violence a joke? Mm-hmm. Why is this funny? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, I agree with you 100%. There has been so many trigger worthy stuff on social media mm-hmm. and just out there that it drives me crazy. Yeah. I actually saw, I saw a, um, I don't want to say meme. Like I saw a picture or whatever where it was shared on Facebook by a lot of my friends on Facebook where it said, you know, since the lockdown started, you know, domestic violence has gone down the rape cases has gone down murder numbers has gone down like dramatically and now it hasn't it had you, you cannot tell me that people are not being raped still people are not in abusive situations and being brutalized by their partners you can't tell me that people just can't go out and report it or do anything about it because mm. you are literally stuck at home mm. so don't even come at me with bullshit of people aren't being raped people aren't being burned people aren't being abused in their own houses because just because we don't see it now doesn't mean that's true like i i hate when people pull facts out of their assholes and try and feed it to us and make people believe 
that it is true. Like you have no facts. That, uh, just that is because, my big thing. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's there. So yes, maybe a way less have, you know, like you said, been reported, reported hmm. or, you know, whatever the case may be, but it doesn't mean it's not there. Guys, if someone yeah. was being abused before, they're still being abused now. You're just not seeing it yeah. because your coworker isn't with you or, you know, the child in your classroom isn't mm. there. You can't see the abuse, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. And that's the thing. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't have any, fa- like, statistics or actual facts, but I feel like the chances, and especially now that you mentioned that um, domestic abuse one, I feel like now in the situation where we are, where we're all stuck at home all the time, you can't smoke, you can't drink. Those add to like... And you're stressed. It's such a stressful situation. So I can't imagine that all of a sudden people who used to be abusive are just like, okay, no, now we'll stop because, you know, now we're in a pandemic. So now I'm not going to be a a bad person, you know? So... (laughs) It should actually be worse because, I mean, we're not just talking about not smoking, not drinking. So, obviously, they're already, you're going through through withdrawal. So, you know, Mm -hmm. emotions are high. You're stressed about the pandemic. How many thousands of people are losing jobs? People who have Mm -hmm. jobs aren't getting paid. You know, so you have financial stress. You have withdrawal symptoms. You have stir craziness. You know, you're cooped up with these people. I would say it's it's much worse. Maybe even people who were exactly. as abusive before, maybe they actually started being. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't say that, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, these people who are dependent on stuff that they can't have anymore, added to the pandemic stress, added to the financial stress. I mean, that's like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I I hate I hate all these Facebook fact posts that's yeah. going around mm. like just just don't and I I know like Facebook and Instagram and all these platforms have really been trying to like stop fake news and stuff but you know you'll always have whatsapp groups yeah that's <laughs> and, true yeah so it, it it's frustrating and it kind of adds to the stress because you don't know what's real and what isn't and you don't know how to stop these people from creating such bullshit and um it it just adds it, it adds to like the whole mm, it the does. Whole confusion of the situation so yeah. i have actually i went into my whatsapp and um i disabled the function where it downloads your stuff for you so i just yeah. i get the images and stuff but i can't actually see them unless i download them and I have to yeah. say, it's been way better. It, it's been so much yeah. better since I did that. So I'm not kind of clickbaited into mm-hmm. watching this video. or I'm, The curiosity isn't there, so I'm leaving it alone. Um, mm-hmm. And that's helped a lot. So obviously Facebook, <laughs> that's not a thing. But at least yeah. in the WhatsApp groups or whatever I receive on WhatsApp, I have a choice whether I want mm-hmm. to see the stuff or not. And I have to say, I've yeah. been feeling better since I've been less triggered by stuff mm-hmm. since I stopped watching, yeah. you know, and reading all the images and watching the videos. 
Yeah, that is true. And I think from the beginning, we've both been kind of censoring what Mm. we've been taking in and really Mm. making sure that we don't buy into every new story or Facebook post that goes out. So Mm. I think I think it helps when you limit your intake of news and stuff. So I've, I've been doing that as well. So you really limit yourself because it, it doesn't help if you stretch yourself out because like our mother, she not as much anymore, but she, she's, she was very obsessed with how many people are infected, how many deaths, how many cured, you know, she, it was something that she would constantly check. And I can't even imagine how anxious she must be because it, when I think about checking like every day, what difference is it going to make really? Like mm. how is it going to change anything if you know how many people are infected in the world like I feel like that is such an irrelevant thing (laughs) like it it, it doesn't I mean yes it's obviously good to know but to stress about it and to like count how many extra cases and Mm. it drives you crazy it does it's 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 nerve-wracking and yeah Mm. so I try not to to pay too much attention to that because I feel like whether we have a hundred infected people or whether we have a thousand it's bad either way like Mm. this is a serious thing so I am taking as many precautions now as I would when there's a million in South Africa that's infected Mm. like just be safe from the start you know don't be more lenient just because there's a hundred just be safe from the start and don't worry about it. I don't want to say don't worry about it, but I mean, if if you know that you're doing everything that you can and every person in South Africa does what they can, then we'll be fine, you know? When we talk about it, so just before we kind of, re, you know, round this off, when we talk about it, I feel I should have been okay. <laughs> I mean, I was okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we censored the news. We knew what to take in. We were very logical about this whole thing, you know, mm. how to keep busy, how going in, both Ilona and I, we were very focused on, you know, mentally being in a good place going into this. I, I want to say mm. we felt prepared. You know, obviously you're not prepared, but you know what to look out for. You know you know yourself. So, you, you, you know, you were prepared. And I feel even though especially the last two weeks, even though I, I'm very logical and I, you know, censored the stuff and I did the things and I still, I don't know why I felt so down in the last two yeah. weeks of lockdown. And I mean, we still yeah. have a couple of weeks to go. So I suppose that adds to it, but the emotions, ladies, let mm-hmm. us know if you have been, I have felt all the emotions. I have felt anger. Mm-hmm. I have felt denial, terribly sad, depressed. Happy. I did have happy days. I had semi-productive days <laughs> and you yeah. know, happy days, good days. I feel like it was like a rainbow of emotions over the last mm-hmm. five weeks. And I think maybe yeah. now towards week five, everything's just catching up and it's just too yeah. much. I think so too. I, I feel like that's where I'm now. Like <laughs> this roller coaster has been a wild ride and now I'm just like, Ooh, you know <laughs> what's next like it's exhausting mm. feeling all the emotions mm. and I feel like I'm at that exhausted point like I'm I don't I don't even have 
the energy to be excited for stage four lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with it. And uh, I kind of, I kind of think about the Stockholm thing you said now. Like mm-hmm. every time our president addresses the na- nation, I have this thing inside of me that says, "Oh, just extend the lockdown, extend the lockdown." Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. <laughs> like. It doesn't affect me, you know. I, I work from home and my son needs to go back to school and my partner needs to go back to work. I think there's just so much that we have to still cope with. I always take a little bit longer to deal with emotions and stuff. I don't know. I don't like change. But then I feel like, why am I feeling like this? And then it's not extended and then I'm happy because it's good. It shouldn't mm. be, you know, we should. I like I like that we leveled the whole thing out, you know, yeah. the gradual I love that idea, but then I just yeah. feel so much and I don't understand mm-hmm. what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. I think that's the big thing. I don't I don't know yeah. why I'm feeling all these weird things because logically my brain yeah. says that this, this is good. This is how it's supposed to be. It makes sense. Yeah. And then like my emotions, <laughs> they're just like crazy little things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's crazy, but but we'll get through it, and we'll we'll be stronger at the end of it. And the most important thing is we're still safe and safe. healthy. Yeah, yeah. Just send wine. I think we we just need <laughs> wine. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> okay. So that's it, ladies. Thank you for listening to us rant and just discuss all of the stuff over the last five weeks Mm -hmm. this was just a recap of what it's been like being on level five and um yeah so thank you for tuning in weigh in if you're in our facebook group Mm -hmm. please weigh in on this conversation let us know how how you've been dealing how you've been feeling if we need to send you wine like we're there for you But yeah, from me, um, that's it. And we just hope that everything goes for the best and that we can return to a normal-ish life going forward. Please, I know it's stage four, but please stay safe and stay sane so that we can get to level one as quick as possible so we can be back to normal normal (laughs) soon. I think that's what we all want. And if we all work together and just stay home. Mm when you can then we should be fine and also happy workers day because today is a public holiday (laughs) happy workers day ladies it feels like the most irrelevant public holiday ever oh it is it is absolutely yeah yeah same as monday monday was freedom day and i was like it's a public holiday like is that still applicable <laughs> it's such an oxymoron because it's freedom day but we all love it yeah. like, <laughs> okay yeah but anyway ladies thank you so much for joining us and please please let us know how you're doing and how you're coping so we'll see you next week ladies have a good one bye, bye.